0: In being a you that can experience satisfaction. But when you experience satisfaction, you're also going to experience dissatisfaction. There's no escape from the duality of the place, yeah? And in most cases, you can't know how much percentage is going to be on the dissatisfaction side or the satisfaction side. Most people I know, it tends to lean more on the dissatisfaction mm-hmm. side because that creates the real need and the drive to get satisfied which only produces more angst and more disappointment. Because if you have an expectation about getting satisfied and it doesn't leave up to your expectations, that's a dissatisfaction. So even your pursuit of satisfaction actually brings you to dissatisfaction. <laughs> There's no escape. Self can't get out of self. Yeah. So this is about, if I'm not that, yeah, if I'm just not that, let's find out. Yeah? That's why I like the word entertain. It's not a draft or a consign, you know, not a conscription. I'm not saying you must do this. No. It's an entertaining that that thing that thinks it has to do things and not have to do things may not be you. And then you'll find out and you'll recognize what actually you do. Yeah. In other words, I was talking to my friend, the, the conditional mind is constantly reading newspapers about tomorrow, constantly. And the point is, it's just to subscribe to the news of the day. And the news of the day, you find out. Yeah, The news of tomorrow, all the mind does is speculate what it's going to be. And everything it speculates comes from memory. So whatever you thought you had, you're going to have the same old, same old, when you find something else new to have. Because they're all framed by... The past, which isn't even a real place, it's just the system of thought, which is past. It's all conditional, and every time you feel something, you're refeeling it. Just like in recovery, we say resentment, and the word resentment means to refeel. Well, resentment is not just the only thing you refeel. Everything is a refeel. Every feeling, when it's noted by the conditioned mind, refers back to a feeling it thought it had once before and so it goes oh this reminds me of that yeah so basically you're living an in interpretation and it takes time to interpret yeah even if the truth is we're only taking light in to this camera this apparatus is taking light and then the brain takes that light and forms a, a you know like a conceptual idea of what a world is and then presents it to you as that yeah even that, if that's what's actually happening, that takes time. Yeah, You have, when light hits, it takes time for the brain to take that light, break it down into information that fits the conditioning, and then present it as a picture, doesn't it? It would take time. So you and I, when we're identified with that, are always on a time delay. The moment we're talking about now is one that seemed to have happened Ago, because a moment is a, a, a unit in time, which is structuring, which is part of the structure of this dream, yes, time and space. So that unit of time, we're always reviewing or going over the conscious contact that was a second ago. You're never really aligned with what's happening, because you have to wait for the head to tell you what's happening, don't you? And that takes time. So the moment happens, you really aren't very conscious of it. You wait for the head to tell you. Now you know, oh, that's what just happened. But now that isn't what just happened. Because now the next moment you're actually missing, and then the next moment is an interpretation of the last moment you missed. So basically, you're always missing. Yeah? That gap of not being aware of the true conscious contact, what does it do? It allows the mind to fill it up with a story. Yes? A huge story. And the more and more it fills up with the story, the more and more we forget the conscious contact, and the more and more we live in interpretation presented by mind. And the mind presents a life based on a self. A system that most of us are an expression of is self-centeredness. So the whole system is centered on an idea of being a separate entity. So when... Doing is recognized; it has to be a doer somewhere. Yes. When having is happening, there must be a haver. There's always got to be a noun placed in front of every verb. When only what's going on here is verbs, there is no noun. The the noun, the sense of being a self, is produced by a mental process—a verb. A mental process—a process is a verb. Yes. It's a movement. A mental process has produced a sense of you right now. You didn't have it when you were born, first year or so in life. You had no sense of you and you had definitely no sense of other. It took a while for the brain to develop enough to produce this process which made a sense of being you. And that you is a body. Look at the system. If you're relying on thought, the thoughts, the only way that system portrays you is as a body. When you think of you, when there's thoughts of you, what is that you presented as? A spirit? A nebulous no point everywhere? No. It's presented as a body, yes? And when you go home and think about you, what is, what, is, what is thought about? And when you think about someone else, what is thought about? Oh, I really like the shape of her spirit today. Man, I'd like to get that spirit to alone in a bed. Where's that spirit Playboy magazine I have? Ooh, spirit, empty pages. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I really like that. Ooh, yeah. No. A body, is. Yes. The system can't think outside its own definition. It holds you as a body. And if there's a reliance on that system, what are you relying on? The idea of being a body. And can you imagine if you're not that, that that initial distortion, no matter how much corrections down the road occur, they'll never change the initial distortion, Yeah. So, distortion begets distortion begets distortion. So, okay, this distortion is really driving me crazy. So, now I'm going to do a therapeutic thing to get some relief from that distortion. And now I'm going to let it get balanced, but the whole camera's off. Yeah? You think now, you got it, oh, now this is working, but it's really still off. Because the original distortion is, take, is the taking of you as a body to be what you are. Yeah? Instead of seeing or sensing, there's no being what, there's just being. There's no what you are, there's just being. When you, when you eyes were open and you were looking at something, have you ever missed what appeared? If it appeared right in front of you? Now your head may have forgotten it and distracted from it. But the seeing saw everything that's ever arisen. The seeing never went over to the sidelines and took a break. Ooh, it's, it's too much today, I'm really fucking tired. It's that Gatorade, uh, you need some massaging scenes, really getting tired. It's just that if you go back to an idea of a moment 20 years ago, the same denominator was in place, awareness, present awareness, wasn't it? every day you've ever had every day that's been encapsulated now in a memory bank was brought to you not by the memory that was the interpretation of it that was brought to you but it was brought to you by awareness yes? awareness allowed you to have contact and contact gives you the raw data to make up a story without the contact there would be no story there would be no you yet you are that contact so there'd be no you as the mind portrays you, but there would be all of you as what you are. Yeah? So all of you as what you are is being demonstrated right now, but we've made that demonstration a verb that I do. I'm I'm practicing awareness today. I'm really aware today. I just spent a lot of days in like a whole day in a Japanese garden. It was great. I'm totally aware. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch some porno. Then I won't be aware. Then I'll eat some Agandas, I'll be less aware. But then I'm going to go to yoga tomorrow. Then I'll be more aware. So now, awareness becomes a verb that I do. Yeah. Crazy to me. So this is the easiest message of all. You just let it in. There's no you getting it. It does it. It does what it does. And then you find out. And you may not even recognize it because there won't be much of a you to know, hey, I'm doing really great, so I'm traveling a lot lighter. But there will almost be like no trail will be left after a day's done. Yes? No trail. No heavy fucking footprints. Everything will be moved through. Things will occur. And of course, some have more life than others, like bureaucratic stuff in this world. Yes? To pull. To pull and contract you into form. But in fact, you'll travel lighter and lighter. Yeah. At the point is, you'll be so immersed in that moment, called that moment, that when that moment is left, it won't be like there was ever a moment of that appearance. Yeah, you'll just leave, and it was like, I mean, really leave, <laughs> like something just dropped off a cliff behind you. And so your vision is always ahead, bright, and it's about finding out. And you know what it's like when you don't find out. It there's an alertness to it, isn't it? You know how your mind always wanted to go down before Christmas Eve and open the presents and know what you were getting? But there was that excitement about finding out and the parents would have to keep you. Don't come down here! We're going to be down here. You can't sneak down at three in the morning. And your mind would be, I've got to know what i got. I've got to know. But the finding out was so great, wasn't it? You finally open it up. Ah, That's what like a day is like. Instead of going with the mental security of knowing, I know what it's going to be like. I've lived here for 20 years, San Francisco fucking sucks. Restaurant. I know it. I know these books. I don't want to read these books anymore. I know these people. I know this message. I've heard this message hundreds of times. I know it. Yeah, fuck it. It's not doing me any good. I'm not getting that girlfriend or whatever. I thought it was going to help me get something, yeah? You know? All of these things, that mental drive to know comes from, and what gives it its force is your identification with what it's presenting to be you. Your interest and attention is wedded to that fucking old idea of being a self, and it's drowning you. It's like you're in the water, and what you're holding on to as your beloved is just a, a, a big thing of lead. Someone from the boat saying, sees it very clearly, drop the fucking thing. No, no, no. How can I? It's me. How can I drop thee? No. Just open your arms. Open that, that claw-like, vice-like split mindness And then it'll drop. And then you'll be buoyant. But there won't be a story that you did it. I'm I'm the one who's buoyant. I could help others and now I'll become a buoyant helper. I'll help people to be buoyant in their lives. No, 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 no. There was never anyone. No one was ever sinking. And that's the buoyancy. You lose the need to be liberated. The only thing that needs to be liberated here is what you're not. It totally needs to be liberated. What you are doesn't need to be liberated. Nothing really needs to change in this very second that you're in. And you can't convince me there's another one ten seconds from now. So I always like this way of just entertaining what you're not. Because that's all you need to do. Because if it's not you, your desire for the urban renewal project will be all your plans of how great you're going to be. Sort of put to the side. Yes, all these ideas of what's gonna make you whole and authentic, and they can be dropped. Yes? Because your interest gets lost in your whole production. If you're obsessed with what you are not, you'll constantly be interested in the production of what you're not. You'll just be totally going over the plans and, and the past plans. I should have done this. If I wouldn't have done that, I would have had a much bigger house now. And all this baloney it's just fuck. Oh, weight! It's like so much weight, and there's nothing like traveling lighter. There really isn't nothing when you become pared down and economized and stripped of a lot of these old ideas, and your attention and interest wedded to them, giving them weight and meaning, and holding them as if they're real. It's your interest and attention that fuels the illusion. There's nothing called an illusion. This thing is ma- is is dreaming it. Yeah, there's nothing out there that is causing you to be ignorant. The ignorant is part of the dreaming stream of the conditional mind. It's ignorant of one fact, what it is, and what it isn't. Yeah? It's funny, the more sense of freedom, the less there's any need of things. Yeah? What I do that day doesn't, doesn't, Oh, it's very important what I do <laughs> It's going to change my whole life. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and when it gets, starts getting pared down, you'll be amazed. When you're still looking at it from the head, you'll be amazed why it gets pared down. You would never have thought that could have been, like, expunged off your skin, you know. You really... It's amazing. You really don't know the problem until you have the solution. You have no idea. No idea what really the problem is. You think from the problem and it gives you a lot of ideas what the problem is. But when the, act, when the problem becomes absent, you'll really know what it was. You really will. You really will. be so clear as day what the problem is. Yeah. It's just the act of being identified as what you're not. Yeah? Because this apparatus gives meaning to things. And the biggest meaning you can give anything is you. And it is given this and this the meaning of being you. Yeah? That's bigger than giving a meaning of something being God. Because you come before God. God doesn't know you and your world. You know God. Yeah, You come before God. So if that mind is given you the biggest meaning. Yes? And then all the interest and attention is wedded to reinforcing that, your life is going to be about the representation of life by mind. And you're going to be in that theater, and you're going to have to feel it and see it, how it presents life to you. And it's going to feel as real as real can be to you. Because you're in total cahoots with what's being presented. The presenter, what's being presented and the one who's receiving the presentation is the same, same movement. Same, same movement of selfing. Selfing is a movement of subject and object. Yes? So now life becomes the object that's happening to you as the subject. Selfing is the subject-object interpretation of a life. So it's very difficult for you and I to see life is just happening. It's very easy for us to wear it as it's happening to me. Yeah? Or to you. We have it very easy for us, very difficult for us to sense that all there is is a verb. It's very easy for us to to imply a noun to every verb that we're conscious of. So when something happens, either I did it, or you did it, or God did it, or fucking something did it somebody is the cause of this this isn't some random organic uh, upshoot of how you are it's a conditional structured way of thought and interpretation and we've had so many examples of it and so many samples of it every freaking day and yet we're blind to the one basic fact that it hides very 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 well that I am not that which is the center of the whole system the idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. I'm not that. For the this, for this center of the system to try to get out of all the effects of the system is just another form of being in the system. You trying to get out of what you think you're in isn't getting out of what you're in. It's all encapsulated in the same system. All the escape hatches, all the ways out, all the... the hidden little secret agenda trips all this, all the maps only never lead you out of here even though they have a giant arrow and say yes, that's, you'll be free you'll have transcended self there's no way for self ever to get out of self how could something that's produced by the mental process leave the mental process it has only an existence or a seeming existence while the selfing is going on and it only has that seeming existence while the selfie is going on when your interest and attention is wedded to that. And I found my interest and attention was wedded to that because there was a strong belief I was that. And no matter what I did, without looking at that, no matter what I did to make that better, the bonding agent can be a solution and the problem in the system. It can bond you to that as with a solution To its effects, and it can bond you to that with a problem or another bad effect, yeah? It doesn't matter what it uses, it'll use whatever it does to bond you to it because it's the interest and attention, and that interest and attention goes to whatever you believe you are. The proof is in the pudding. I'm serious, man. If something's driving you crazy, that's the interest and attention that's illuminating that event. Without that, that nothing would drive you crazy. Yeah, And if something was driven crazy, there would be a clarity, it's not you. There would be such an important aspect of it removed, so the true cinching it up, the true not, would never not. Because your interest and attention would be freed from it, and it would be resting in what's always so at all times. No matter how many parental processes are going on, there's an awareness that's there. And your interest and attention would be spending some of its interest and attention to attend and be interested in that. And that's the immunity of everything else the mind presents. It is the only immunity i found that works successfully. Because if there's a sense that you're doing it, that thing that's giving you a sense of freedom will bind you. You'll become identified as the meditator. If you felt meditation, the verb of meditation is really helpful. Over years, something may happen where you'll get a sense of being a meditator. And so, the act of this verb of something that may be really nice gets used by mind to bind you to the idea of being a self. It's been shown in so many old scriptures. This is what happens. Or, like Saint Francis says, it's in self-forgetting that you're reborn. It's in self-forgetting. When you die to the self, you're reborn. Yes? Self-forgetting is even better because I don't like to believe there's a self. So in self-forgetting, when the... And how do you forget the selfing? You forget the selfing simply because your interest and attention has left it. There's no act of you forgetting the selfing. Your interest and attention is free from it because you've entertained I may not possibly be the center of this whole fucking... Maelstrom from going on. This mental fucking stew that's getting <laughs> that my interest and attention is fueling this. So that, you know, when you whip something really fast, you ever see helicopters? When their blades are going so fast, it looks like one solid thing, doesn't it? When something moves so fast, you think it takes the form of an object. Yeah? That's what selfing is. And then you take yourself as an object. And your interest and attention keeps seeing that optical illusion, yeah, and takes it to be itself. But there's a whole lot of selfing going on. And the selfing, without your interest and attention, it wouldn't make that appearance. Yeah. You'd see it and after but you'd see it, but not from it, yeah. And then it would lose its momentum. Yeah. And while that's going on, you're traveling lighter. Yeah. So more and more and more, I'll tell you the best solution to dissatisfaction is satisfaction. When satisfaction starts creeping into your life, you cannot believe what it will do. Yeah better than in any spiritual practice, because things will change, and if you were busy picking out what needed to go and should stay, you would have missed most of the stuff that should maybe go, but when it does, when this happens, it just picks and chooses, and things just fly off you, yeah, and then you're you're never taken to be an object, yeah, it's just self everything everything's happening. The proof's in the pudding, you'll know it. You'll know the tree by the fruit. Maybe some stuff will drive you crazy. That's part of the process. If the mind is shut tight, then it's going to have to get frustrated and pissed off and irritated, some friction, because it's conveniently avoided the things you may need to go look at. That may be part of the process, but it's not a long lasting life, lifetimes. There's a point where there's a disengagement because you just lost interest in it. And then you realize you're the fuel of the whole thing. You've always been the fuel of the whole thing. Yeah? No one ever did anything to us. And then you'll find out. I don't know. Maybe nothing will change in your life, or maybe everything will change in your life. Well, I know for me, it's just turned into a traveling light. I'm just really... Uh... And the beautiful thing, what dropped off isn't... There's no noting of that. That's what I really dig. Yeah? There's no noting. There's no, like, I never sit around and I praise myself. Let me see how I'm doing. <laughs> well, that was, it was, that was what was happening all the time. It's like this mental accountant was always... Seeing if I was accruing value or losing value or (laughs) what just incredibly busy up there. And then, you know, brought my quarterly papers. Oh, you're not doing good, Paul. Oh (laughs) what can I do, oh wise one? Well, we'll have one of those little like one of those things they're doing the governments now. We're gonna put an austerity package in. We're gonna make all the poor people be poorer. lost interest in all that you know i don't know if i was terrible or not today (laughs) really did i have a good day who the fuck knows (laughs) do i feel good i don't know i could probably feel terrible physically who knows you know what i mean there's no there's no flag putting down you know it's so crazy to try to put a flag and and claim a verb. It's so fucking crazy. It's really like trying to claim a river, and thinking you know the river when you put a flag. In. This is my river. This is the river. It's just moving. Yeah. So I can't. I know. I just. It was hard to even imagine where it was I just now. Uh, on the camera, you would see I was at a. a Hospital but I have no sense of ever being there (laughs) (laughs) and yet what met Debbie has known Debbie forever same same yeah yeah. I sort of like it I do I really like it traveling light because I've had the apparatus likes it now it does even the computer chips up here they begrudgingly come to admit, hey, fucking, at least this is delivering the goods. I've I've been a total failure. You know, all the life run on self-will, was totally unsuccessful. (laughs) Self is what has defeated me. I'm totally into it, yeah. Self can't get out of self. There's no saviors. (laughs) Oh, shit. I was hoping for that. I remember I had a guru when I was younger. I've told this before, but I like I had this guru. This is what happens with concepts. You have lots of concepts in had head. Now I didn't have any. I didn't in my life. I had never met much spirituality, but I had thousands of concepts of it. When I finally met some, really, when I met this Indian guru, I had thousands of concepts of what it meant to be spiritual. Not huh? thousands. I don't know how, where they came from. You know, thousands. And so he was presented as the Lord of the Universe. It's a pretty powerful idea, right? The Lord of the Universe. The Lord of the Universe. The Lord of the Universe. <laughs> so, this is most his followers saying this. So, there I was, and they gave me a form of knowledge called meditation. I did the meditation, which I liked a lot, you know. Meditation. But I didn't like the Lord of the Universe, you know. So, after about a few years, this is very painful, because here I am. Everyone's saying in this little circle, he's the Lord of the universe, I don't like the Lord of the universe, what does that make me? (laughs) Well, let me tell you how much my mind presented what it makes me, for five fucking years. It was one of the most incredible mental hells to be in in a situation where I didn't like the Lord of the universe. (laughs) <laughs> it's, like, it's like a Christian saying, Oh, Jesus, bye, I take it either oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever had anything like that? These are the concepts that frame your life. These are the old ideas. These are the beliefs that can make, because this is a subjective experience. No one's here is having the same experience. You know how unbelievably, outrageously, Powerful that is that you and I are the maker of our own experience. It's a subjective experience. You and I are not going to experience anything the same, really. Yeah? You're going to give different meanings to things. And the thing itself is just like a conveyor that reflects a meaning that's given to it. So the mind is projecting a dream. And it's a subjective dream because of its identification as this, yeah? And it will still be subjective when this is seen not to be so. It's just, this is the way it's built here. It's a subjective dream. You give everything the meaning has. So you could meet the Lord of the Universe and not like Him and make what most people would see was the Savior of all Saviors, the Lord of the Universe, and make it the bringer of hell to you for five years. Yes? You could meet the girl of your dreams... And that dream could turn into a nightmare (laughs) very quickly. Yeah, You can make, really, if you take any one of us in this room, especially the alcoholics, if you dropped us into heaven, it could be hell in a day. Less. You would find some fucking fault with it. You know what I mean? You would. We'd be sitting here Not all that has cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah. This is all ideas manufactured, conceptualized by a conceptualized idea called mind. Yeah. and it's like a dream, but it is going to have that sense of subject. You know, you're going to be. It's a subjective experience. So, if that's the case, and what you're portraying here, and how what you're portraying is going to travel here. Is based on the meaning that this apparatus is giving to things, then if there is an opportunity to see that there is a way out of the meaning you're being force fed by self centeredness, because the self centered system is interpreting your life, really, because you're identified with it. You're taking, you're getting all the products, all the advertising, all the results that self centeredness provides when it interprets a life. If you've had enough of that, If there's a sense of dissatisfaction, or irritability, restlessness, or discontent, or just a curiosity that maybe there's another channel that can be switched to, yeah. If that's the case, this message is about saving you a huge amount of time, because the major little hook that this system of self has is that you're identified as it. It's not felt like it's imposing its will on you. The will that it's imposing on you is the feeling of being imposed upon. Yes? In other words, it will project itself as something called the self that's fucking with me, but what the me it's fucking with is self. Yes? It's like a shadow box between two phantoms. And your interest and attention is glued to the screen watching this little epic battle. Yeah? Because the identification is missed. You don't know that what you're taking yourself to be is a self. Most people don't recognize it. Most people recognize the unhappiness or the dissatisfaction or there's a a movement or a a predilection to go towards some relief. But when they do or when they move, that movement has been subjective and objectified. It's seen to be a you doing it to get something. Yes? It's not just seen as another movement. It's seen, like all movements are seen in self-centeredness, that there's a someone doing it or being done to. Yeah? That is the bondage to self. Not so much what happens in, from that, but that, that locking in of being the subject to everything as an object is quote-unquote the dilemma. Most people aren't seeing that. They're just seeing or they're feeling the dissatisfaction of the effects in their life but they just want life to get better just as they are. They don't realize the role they play in it being the way it is. Yeah? So we're attempting to bring it back and just to take a look that maybe just maybe what what you, you're part of the presentation. It's not being presented to you. That's another form of the self-centeredness. The feeling that, oh, this is being presented to me. No, that's also selfing. Yeah? The whole idea is there's no way out of this Chinese little thumb puzzle. Yeah? Because self can't get out of self. That's the freedom. Yeah. It's not an immunity from something as a thought, it's an immunity from thought. Yeah? And the idea of being a you is a thought that's reinforced and enlightened and illuminated by the interest and attention glommed onto it because of the identification. Yeah? And it's very difficult to get it off, when to get self off of self. <laughs> because even getting off self of self is being in self. So when that's presented, let it hit, entertain it. Its major movement is the claim. That's what selfing does. It claims everything. So whatever it appears, sees through, whatever appears through seeing is reacted to as, I'm the seer, this is my time, this is my body, these are my thoughts, these are my feelings, and the word my is basically describes the whole activity of selfing. There's a claiming where verbs are now dissected into a noun and a verb, or Verbs are dissected into subject-object, yes? So the verb that's appearing as this is now seen as an object to the, to the verb that's appearing as this as the subject, yeah? So out of, out of, out of a verb, two, two stationary forms are made by the mind. It can't create it, it makes it, yeah? It makes it, it doesn't create it, it's not real, it makes it. It dreams it. And we're saddled in this dilemma, because when you entertain the idea of knowing the truth, you're knowing the truth as a you. If the you is seen, you realize there is no knowing any truth. When you see the you is not the subject, one of the first big hits you get is there is no truth to know. Yeah, There is no truth that can be an object to you as a subject. There is no truth that way the truth is is there's no subject or object that's the truth so there's no knowing of it there's just the sense of it the living of it here yeah so the whole mental drive to know which is its form of security its form of security is to know yeah and yet the true security here is what they say in Buddhism is I don't know the I don't know mind because that allows you to stay alert and open and then you find out yeah which is a form of living. That seems to work here. But the knowing is ever-presently from here because it has to have a sense of knowing because it's still holding on to the idea that it knows what it is. So get that. It claims everything. Everything. It thrusts everything into subject-object. So you immediately, maybe you're learning about duality, but you're in dualism all day. You're taking yourself to be the subject, and now even the object of, even the topic of duality is thrown into a dualistic situation. You're the one who's studying duality. That's duality. Fuck. You're studying what's actually happening as if it's not happening. (laughs) Fucking crazy. Yeah? It's really a hallelujah when you throw up your hands, man. There's no way out. Hallelujah! there's no way out that's the greatest news of all then all that drive all that wanting to know is dropped because you ain't going anywhere because yeah. you were never really here <laughs> there's no how can you transcend something that's unreal it would have to be quote unquote real for you to transcend it if you want to call it a transcendence, it's recognizing it's not real. That's the sense of transcending it. But it's a recognition it's not real. There's no transcending. There's no object called an illusion that's tricking you. You're the trickster. It's your interest and attention that makes things real. That's why it says false evidence appearing real. You're the play, you're the one that plays the role of it appearing real. Yes. You are. <laughs> You're the evidence of it appearing, you know. Yeah, so. We come here and it's a simple thing. Try to go back and just check it out. See how it feels if you can see a thought as a thought instead of your thought. I'm telling you, one example. Let's say just one thought. Because when you... this is And, you know, check it out yourself. This is just what I've seen, you know, what I'm sharing. But what I saw with thought is... While you're seeing the thought, yeah, or hearing it, you know, however you want it, they're all forms of seeing, yeah? But however you're seeing it or hearing it, there's something that's not being seen or heard, which is a belief that you're the thinker of it and or it's about you. Sometimes they're in combination, but usually there's one at least, yeah? So there's a thinker of it. So when you're the thinker of it, that thought has a totally different meaning than if you just saw it as a thought. One thought shows you the truth of all thoughts. If you see one thought as a thought, yes? Instead of a my thought, you'll see the whole truth in it. If thought after thought gets claimed to be my, 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 here in this place of space and time, it accumulates a weight. You get heavy, yes? You get heavy because every thought is about you, and you is a thought, and that you is very important. Because you're identified as that you. So every thought about you has a lot of weight to it. And every thought that is seen to be thought by you has a lot of weight to it. Then you spend your whole life and whole day trying to ease up the weight. Instead of recognizing where it started from. The act of being identified. If you can see it is not, these are not my thoughts. I'll tell you, they'll come and go quicker. They come really fast anyway, don't they? You don't see them coming, do you? You don't hear them until they present themselves on this stage. But they don't tend to go when they're yours. They get sort of looped into an orbit around this idea of being you. And they can come back. Their orbits can be years, but they'll come back. And you'll have the same thought again. And another one will have a bigger orbit. Some will be all, I think, like this every day. But some will come from the past, like when you're a kid, supposedly. Whoo! But they're all, what's keeping them in orbit? The thought itself? No. Your attention and interest. You're like your emanation as the planet Paul is sucking them in and keeping them. And every feeling is being refelt over and over again and drawn out and made into a story and shit like that. And it's like adding a continent here and adding a sea here and you're building your little planet Paul. Yes, it's real. Look at me. I felt things here. I thought things here. Oh, you know that space, yes? You are know, the space prior to any planet. And here's the space that that planet's appearing in. And if you remove the planet, it didn't take up any space, yes? No space was moved over for that planet to appear. No space has been moved over by your appearance. In other words, you are truly an appearance. You have no effect on the space you're appearing in. None whatsoever. Not one bit. Yeah? To the space, it's as if you've never happened. Wouldn't you like a little bit of that in your in your life all day? Because all you think about is it's all happening to you. I'd like to be have it seasoned with a little bit of like I'm not even happening. Yeah, (laughs) fucking Jesus! You may travel better when someone breaks the news to you. There won't be as much of a you there to get it. (laughs) Because as soon as you get the news, you make it up. You add a lot. Oh this is going to be to me. You don't care if something shitty happens to someone else, usually, but when it have the same shittiness happens to all of oh, you. It's an earth-shattering event. On the phone, calling, you don't understand what happened to me. I just talked about you the same thing yesterday. I know, but that was you, but me. This is really fucking with me. Jeez. You don't know, see it. It's the absorption in ourselves is all thought and interest wedded to an idea of what you are. There's no escape from that, but the escape is that you're not that. There's no escape from that because every escape will be that, trying to escape. Yes? This is about recognizing and I needed to hear it from some outside source and I'm just attempting to do the same thing that they, someone did for me because I had no clue what was going on even though I was sitting meditating quite a lot and that I would be called by everyone who knew me a spiritual person back then. I was the farthest thing from spirit. I was identified as this. Yeah? Every practice, I had immunity to any long lasting effect by any practice because of what I walk, thought was practicing it. It was deterrent. It was like wearing Teflon, going in and getting all these things, nothing would stick. You no matter how much hours I practiced, it would always it would take one little oh, look at that babe. There it all went. It gone. All that peace and just like that. My saintliness was like that, went away like that. Took, months to sort of get it together it's like they say in recovery it may take you 18 years to enjoy that sobriety you have now 18 years but in one second you can lose it by drinking one second one second yeah. So, any questions tonight? see I want to get you one point here really, this is totally pragmatic you take yourself to be this yes? and you're hopefully your main driving forces to be happy, joyous and free. I'm sharing something with you. If you entertain, you're not what you think you are, you will get what you want. You'll truly get what you've always been looking for. Because you're, you're, the ability to recognize it when you can't see it in a conceptual package will be got there. You'll be open to it but you're not open to it because you have tons of fucking old ideas about what you think it's going to be. All these ways you may be talking about how much you love it, but you don't, there's too many other things all beliefs that you're not good enough, all that shit. You will never, even if it was able to be received, you as you are would never be able to receive it. Never, ever, never. This is about losing a little interest in that and you'll actually get your greatest wish. You can be happy, joyous, and free now. As this. It made you... Because I'm telling you, conceptually, you're... The way you see is a form of looking. If you have an old idea that you, let's say you want attention, yes? But you have an idea of how you want that attention. So now you go to meetings every night and there's tons of people holding the space for you and they're sharing and you're sharing and there's tons of attention being spread around but you want it from a 5'10 blonde, yes? (laughs) You will live as if you're dying from lack of attention. Seriously. That will be your subjective experience. Nothing happens here real. It's all seemingly, which means it appears to be true or false to you. You can be in the midst of love and not feel any of it in a subjective experience. It's not about what you think's happening, it's what you think's happening. <laughs> Seriously. I mean you could have this belief that You would embrace the loving truth when it finally showed up, but I bet you you'd have a rude awakening. If it ever did, you probably wouldn't embrace it because you'd find fault in it. You'd say, it doesn't look the way I thought it, and your way you thought it would override its appearance because that's what you're beholden to. You're not open to something happening. This will never be this will always be an urban renewal project. If you're identified as this your head will always find fault in it always it will always be working on it always win no matter how many hoops you jump through it'll add other hoops no matter how many bars you climb over it'll add more bars. It's not has no purpose other than the selfing. yes It doesn't you know how many people just come and talk with me and say, they had a plan or an idea of what they thought would be like when they finally arrived. They always arrive and then they depart again. It's never the way they thought. So basically, all their life is seeking, 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 seeking. And when they do finally get something that has the essence to give them what they want, it doesn't fit their picture so they say no to it. So I found really, in a way, you're more of an individual when you realize you're not an individual probably amuse yourself a lot more than you use it. Because you won't take yourself so seriously. Your life will make look like to you like a comedy skit. (laughs) It's sort of hilarious, really. It really is. (laughs) You'll get some good laughs out of it. And if you're not and you'll start laughing a lot more, bro. You will. It just comes over you because this place is hilarious. It really is. No matter how terrible and ugly it looks, it's fucking hilarious. it's unbelievable. (laughs) <laughs> I mean once it's really revealed it'll just blow your mind you know it's like in Taoism they'd say the, the wood that's really ugly is the greatest piece of wood because it'll be never used to be furniture <laughs> you know in ordinariness there's a great value in it yes it's like this thing doesn't call attention to itself yeah, it's just a very nice way of going And then you're of service with no idea of being of service. Yeah? You have no virtuous drive to be of service. But it's just the way it goes. Yeah? Haven't you ever noticed that when you share at some meeting? <laughs> and you go from a minute. I can feel it. <laughs> the third step is the quit playing God. Yeah? And it says it very clearly in the first step. It says, we are powerless over alcohol and drugs. And our lives became unmanageable. But then, in how it works, when they do how it works, and they say, you have to be convinced of these three pertinent ideas. The first one is, is that we something about, we're alcoholics, and we can't manage our own lives, which is totally different than what it says in the first step. Because it sounds like in the first step that your drinking and using caused the unmanageability, doesn't it? says, I was powerless over alcohol and drugs and my life became unmanageable, as if the drinking and... But many of us have found out when the drinking and drug use stops, it's still fucking unmanageable. Because the real root of the problem is you're managing it, which is playing God. Yes? So the whole point of this whole dilemma situation is to quit playing God. Stop managing life. How do we manage in life? Well, on a very, like blueprint level, we've given name and form to everything. We've conceptualized everything. We've managed space and made it into a place. Yeah? And we've made ourselves to be the gods here. And we're having a subjective experience with what we've made. And we're suffering a lot of the consequences as this little pseudo-god. But we gave it the meaning for it to cause us suffering. Of Course in Miracles would say hey, you're the dreamer of the dream." We forgot that we dreamt a dream and we've given what we dreamt all the power to affect us. What is that but giving name and form to things? But it also says a very good message, which is you're inherently awake. This has never happened. But while you're in this dream, you're going to dream yourself out of it. This is the subjective experience. And when, while you're dreaming yourself out of it, the dream's going to get happier. That's called traveling light. That's what's happening with us. We're entertaining something that allows the dream to get happier. Not the way we thought by having everything we wanted, by, by getting everything we wanted, but by traveling lighter through everything that's appearing, yes? So, and we're dreaming ourselves out of it. When this body ends, that's the leaving of the dream. You will have dreamt yourself out of this place because there will be no identification as body. There will be no seeing through the body. The body will be an inert object and it will be as if it never happened. Yes? But that awareness isn't defined by the body nor is it produced by the body. Yeah? You are not aware. You are not verbing awareness. Awareness is the medium of this dream. Yeah? It's the context. Without that, nothing would be appearing. So, if everything that appears is in and of that awareness, and you take yourself as this, which is an appearance, you're in and of this awareness. And the beauty is, you can be conscious of it, yes? And then, maybe you'll be conscious as it. But the effects here will be traveling lighter. Anyone who's been coming here for a while, hopefully they would have to admit yeah, Their life may not look the way they want it, but they've been traveling a lot later. Yes, 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 yes. So, mm. Fuck, it delivers the goods. It's like a soup mix. You put your fucking head in it, you'll come out a little headless. Ah, yeah, yeah, Travel later. <laughs> yeah, and same with you. You were brighter, brighter, yes, brighter, brighter. Just come back and entertain it a while. Why do you run into another wall with your fucking head? It's just simple. What do we ask of you, you here? Nothing. You show up. For once a week, twice. That's why we have at three days. I don't, I know the mind, so the biggest gap is between Wednesday and Saturday. <laughs> There's two days between there. I try to do it Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, so not much shit can happen in that short bit of time. Yeah. So we have reminders, and then you entertain it, you go off, and you live a life, and you travel in lighter, yes? So it's fucking working, you, you, everyone. So. Sunny, yes? And whatever it seems to not be able to be budged, will budge. Just when your vision changes. Because all your interest and attention is wedded to giving meaning to things from self-centeredness. When you're not that, the meanings shift. They do. Things that meant something don't mean it anymore. And has nothing to do with you. All you are is the seeing of it, yeah? You find out, hey, shit. What I used to hold valuable, I don't hold valuable. What I didn't hold valuable, I hold valuable. Yeah? Yeah. I guarantee this soup mix. I do. I went in it myself. I have total confidence in mind, total faith in mind, total faith in mind. Mind is, ordinary mind and enlightened mind are the same mind, like they say in Zen. It's the same, same mind. Yeah? And you give everything the meaning. And the subjective experience won't stop. That's what happens in our body. Life gets subjectified. Yeah? But therefore, it can, because of the splitness of this place, it can get lighter or heavier. Yeah? Now, I don't care what you say, oh, I don't care if it's really heavy, but you probably would if it was really heavy. Because <laughs> if it was really, really heavy, there must be a self there, because... It gave it all that mean. So, we'll end there. Say a serenity prayer. Oh, let's pass the basket. Yeah. I keep forgetting my lavish lifestyle. I've got to remember. My own worst